This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Grab the perfect get-up-and-go breakfast for you and your crew. Right now, two soft and fluffy fully loaded sausage burritos are just three bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. First of all, should we start with a couple of faces you know well? Kelly Bass, how happy are you with both of their form going into these two games? Yeah, well, I'm just really happy they're fit again and they can compete. Um, and it's good to have them back. So I think, um, yeah, they, they performed good enough. Um, and uh, yeah, it was unlucky that they couldn't come in September. But that gives other players opportunities. But now they're back, and it's good. It's good for the team. Not one to normally pull a few surprises, and you do like a very consistent squad. A, a few different names in there. Can you talk us through some of them? I think anybody watching the derby would have known what Jessica Park can do, uh, even maybe before Sunday. Um, what do you like about her, first of all? Yeah. Well, first, your first question is we. Um, we qualify for the World Cup now, so we have 10 months to prepare, for to prepare for the World Cup. And it's good that there's some talented, pl- there are a lot of talented players, but some talented players are knocking on the door. And this is a real good opportunity to bring players in and to see where they're at. And I think Jess Park, we had, we follow for a long time already, as we do with most of the talented players, of course. Uh, she's in a good place. Um, she plays. Well, I think she can play up front, but she can also play midfield. Uh, yeah, um, so, so tight on the ball. Um, last year, of course, with Man City, she played most of the time on the outside. Now she's a little more um, dropping too. So yes, it's exciting for her. It's Was she in job. before the weekend's performance, or did that absolutely cement her Pardon place? Me? Sorry? Was she in even before the weekend's performance, or did that cement the place for you? Yeah, well, we made the final <laughs> decisions after uh, after the last match because we hadn't had have we didn't have. The opportu- lots of opportunities, uh, so only two women's Super League games, so we really wanted to use that game to finalise our decisions. Lucy Parker and Esme Morgan, what yeah. do you like about those two? Yeah, two defenders, youngsters. Um, Esme, uh, obviously, we invited last year, September 21, and she got injured then. I think she came back really strongly, also in Champions League. Um, so yes, it's good to have her, and and of course she was really happy to come in and, and see where she's at. Um, same with uh, well, different with Lucy Parker. Um, 
she's uh, very athletic. Um, she was in the youth teams already. Had had some some injuries, but she's yeah. She did. She had a good preparation, good games. So yes, it's, it's good to have them in the team and to see where they're at and what they can do compared uh, with some more experienced players. And we have a little balance, or even more balance now, with experienced players and and young talents talents coming in. You clearly want to have a look at a few new faces but they must have been quite hard conversations because you've left a few of your European champions out the likes yeah. of Beth England, Nikita Paris, um, Lottie Wibbermay. What, what sort of conversations you had with them? Have you reassured them or is this purely just about casting the net a little bit wider? Yeah there were hard conversations, there were hard choices and um, what we you know we, when you look at the team uh, it's very competitive in our team and in the different positions so we look at the quality, of course. It starts with quality and talent. Uh, it's uh, being fit, um, m making playing minutes with your team, um, and then winning the competition with the ones that you're competing with for your position. And some of the players that we left out now, they, they just, um, for a longer period of time, they didn't play minutes for the, for the club team too. And they're also uh, tight for competition for our squad. So not very many playing minutes for our squads. So competing to, to be selected. And now uh, the competition, as we saw, like Lauren James is doing really well too. She's getting up there. So that they some of the players just lost the competition at this moment. And hopefully they can show and still competing and give us headaches uh, for the next uh, time. Yeah, you watched Lauren James, didn't you, at Chelsea, Man City on the weekend. How much have you enjoyed watching the Super League? How much has it sort of made your job easier? And how proud do you feel when you look and hear about all the crowds at all these yeah. games, knowing that you've played a huge part in, in getting people along to watch it? Yeah, I think that's really exciting. It's really nice to watch the games. We all enjoy it with our technical staff when we go to the matches. Uh, big crowds, uh, good level of games. And it shows again that uh, performing makes visible and, and makes a change. And we need each other. So the players are also so good because, you know, there's the big competition here, good facilities at clubs, uh, programs, they come in. Then we, we, well, before the Euros, we had a good preparation. We performed at the Euros. And so we're trying yeah, to make, to, to improve the game and make people enthusiastic to come to the game. And I think now we have the momentum with big crowds and, and good games. And I just hope we, we keep that and we keep fans enthusiastic to come to the games, to the, to the, to the England team, but also to the to the club venues. You've got another huge opportunity, haven't you, in the next few weeks to do that again. I mean, look at that smile on your face, the opportunity yeah. of taking on the USA at yeah. a packed Wembley again. I mean, some coaches go through their whole career not being able <laughs> to pack out Wembley, and you're doing it yeah. you know, the second time in the space yeah. of a few months. How, how big an opportunity, how, how good a benchmark will it be? Yeah. Very good, of course. Uh, first of all, it's really, really nice that we can go to Wembley again and it's sold out already. Uh, it's also very nice looking after that we're going to Brighton because we have some good experience there and the nice fans there too. But playing the US at Wembley with 90,000 people, playing the number one of the world, is just such a big occasion. But it's also another measurement for us where we're at. And that's really what we want. We want to compete with the best countries. I think we're one of the best countries too. That's what we've showed. And, and to see where we're at. And then after that, you have 10 more months uh, to figure out what we can do better um, and what we're doing really well. So, yes, I'm really, really looking forward to that match. And I think with me, so many other people. 
And just finally for me, we saw uh, Leah Williamson last night with Jill Scott um, watching the men's, uh, enjoying, I think, the free hospitality. They said they like the free meals, the yeah, free sports I re- I tickets. Saw that. <laughs> Uh, and the free on. coffee. Yeah. I mean, really <laughs> rock and roll. Um, I don't think you're going to have too many problems, are you, to keep all these players feet on their ground if, if that's uh, if that's the best that they're they're loving life yeah. at the moment, is it? Yeah, we're really we're still really enjoying it. We're also looking forward, you know, like winning the Euros, uh, you know, connects us for the rest of our life, and it, it really changed. It's, we m- it, it, life has has changed since then. Uh, but we're also looking forward, and we're just enjoying the moment. But we know that if we want to perform keep performing or sustain sustain performing that we need to bring up our game to the next level and we all know that and that that brings a lot of work and uh, brings very nice things too after the euros but we're very aware and i think we're still very grounded i bet you haven't had to buy a drink have you at any of the grounds you visited <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest uh, that was before we won the euros too i think um the welcoming at the clubs is re- has been really good i don't think you'll ever have to buy a drink in this country <laughs> again serena <laughs> Thanks, Carol. Yeah. We'll go to Emma at the BBC. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, Serena. Hi. Yeah, you spoke there about Lise, Lucy Parker being one of those players who's come into the squad. I just wondered, you know, everyone's been talking about Myla Tissier. She scored two goals on a Manchester United debut. She got an assist the other day. What more does she need to do to get into the squad? Um, <laughs> well, you're comparing them with each other. No, I think, well, Maya, did, yes, she did absolutely very good. I think she's not, it's really nice that she scored, but her main task in the game uh, is nice to score, but it's not scoring, it's defending and, and starting the build-up, and I think she did a good job. Uh, but I think uh, what I saw on the other players uh, is, is make me choose that they, they're coming in. Um, just need to see a little more. Is it fair to suggest so that, that Maya might be one of those players that is, that is trying to, to get into the squad, that is someone that, that you're looking at very closely? Was she one that was, that was close to being in? Well, she's also been looked at, as, as other players too. Um, as y- you know, w- well we have the under 23s. She's on the uh, in the under 23s. There, 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 are lots of very good young players, and we're figuring out who's already ready to come in. Uh, and for this time, we pick these players. We think at the moment they're the best players to pick. Lauren James, she's been playing so well for Chelsea, and, and you mentioned in the summer she had such a good summer. Can we expect to see a little bit more of her in an England shirt in this camp? as opposed to maybe the last one where, where she didn't have as, as, as many yeah. minutes as, as obviously what she's had more? Oh, we haven't figured it out yet. We start training on Monday. She has to keep performing and competing with uh, the players that are coming in. So you'll see Friday, but we haven't uh, made our final decisions yet. That's too early. And just on Esme Morgan, we've not seen too much of her. Obviously, she's been coming back from, from an injury at Manchester City. But yeah, just how fit is she? Is she fit enough to, to play a full 90 or, or will you have to sort of manage her minutes? No, before the start, we don't have to manage minutes. She's fit. Um, she can play. She's played Champions League too. I think she did really well. Um, so, yeah, if we do have to manage, we will. But now from the start, she's fit to come in and to play. Hi, Serena. Um, <coughs> USA, obviously, a hugely exciting game, um, the first one of this camp. I- it feels like maybe in the past there's been in this country, a fear factor around playing the United States. They've always been the top nation, always the country to beat, and maybe we've kind of, they've had a psychological advantage over us in the past. Um, your squad, having had the experience of winning something together, do you think that's, you know, that psychological advantage has maybe diminished and the, the fear factor has maybe diminished a little bit? Um, if there was, I hope so. 
Um, I think with the team, the development of our team over the year and in the Euros, the experiences we got, I think we, sh we showed courage and we, we really played um, with courage and not to win and to win and not to prevent mistakes. And that's what we want to do all the time and that's what we tell the players too. And that's how we will approach uh, the USA game too. And yes, we all know it's a big opponent, but Germany and Spain were really, really big opponents too. Um, so yeah, we just approach it the same way we do, playing to win, um, accepting mistakes, and hopefully we can uh, bring our style of play on the pitch. Do you think they will fear England having having coming to a, a, a intimidating Wembley full of full of English fans? <laughs> no, I think they're excited too. Um, I don't think the Americans have have fear. Um, but they've also seen how good we have done in the Euros, and that I think they will respect us too. And uh, that's what we do with them too. Catherine, yep. go at the back. Okay, thank you. Hi, Serena. Hi. Um, I just want to check in again on um, Steph, uh, Steph Horton. She, she obviously played the first two uh, WSL games of the season. Um, I wondered, uh, I think you were saying about having a, having another conversation with her prior to this camp. Um, where, where is she at in terms of your thoughts, how close she might have been in yeah. to coming back in? Yeah, I've had a conversation with her again. Um, and I think she's not right ready. Um, and also taking the opportunity. So have the players we, we already experienced and we're in the squad and, and bringing in some young players. It's 10 months uh, still to go to the World Cup. Uh, the door is still open. I have a conversations with her and, and I, um, I, I will uh, meet her again uh, uh, at the end of October and then we'll see where we are at that moment. Um, we've, we've talked about potentially the, the fear factor on each side with uh, the United States and England. I just wondered, going back to the 2019 World Cup when uh, the United States played England in the semi-final and then, and then your Netherlands team in the final, how do you think this current United States compares to then? Are they are they about the same? Are they are they a better team now? Or what do you think? Yeah, well, I think that's already three years ago. That first thing, I think they have some changes in their team. They brought some some new young players in too. Um, obvious, they have another coach now. Uh, we we have uh, analyzed her their style of play. Um, and I think in their, their philosophy, it's not very different than it was before. Um, so yeah, we, we're just really prepared and we'll see how that relates to us. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually very excited because yeah, for us, we'll, we'll just see, we hope we, we'll, we can dominate a little bit, uh, but we know they're really strong too. Um, uh, very physical, um, want to play possession game, but also don't, don't make it harder, don't make it complicated. If they're uh, up front, they, they're really direct to the goal too. Um, and have some very experienced players, but then some younger players in too, than compared to the Olympics or uh, World Cup 2019. Great. Thanks, Phil. Time for one more question, if, if there is. Yeah, of course, yeah. Hi. Um, I was just wondering how would how are you going to manage expectations? Um, so obviously, like in, um, players coming in, like Jess, um, obviously it's like really exciting for them. Um, how would you manage their expectations? Did like getting picked for starting eleven or putting on the bench, or um, maybe not getting picked at all for the t for the for the game? How would you like? Yes, how would you manage that? And what would be the best way 
um, for players that haven't been picked, um, would you would you say that this would be their motivation to get back in? If that makes sense. No. So basically, my question is. Um, Just do one one question at a time, please. Um, so, how would how would you manage the expectations of players that have come in for their being their first caller um, about being selected for the squad? And for like the actual game itself. Um, well, I think let's first answer that question. I think the players are really excited to come in, and the first thing they have to do when they come in is being well on the pitch, uh, show what they can do, and enjoy. I hopefully they enjoy too because um, they they play football because they really love it, and now they they're professionals, so they want to perform, and we're going to see how that relates. Uh, it will would go really quick if they all of a sudden be a starter too. Then I think I made wrong mistakes. I made wrong choices before, um, but I hope they can uh, attach or can come close and compete really with the players that have been in before. Thanks, back to you. Oh yeah, um, the second one is the players that haven't been selected. So obviously, um, obviously you have to like face it, like European Cup winners. Um, how would you manage their disappointment? And would you say that this to use this time away from? the England camp as a motivation to get back in? Yeah, yeah, picking players is all about performance. And what we see is that um, there is a big competition. So I think the depth in the squad is really good. So it's hard to make choices too. So I had conversations with all of the players that were in before and weren't in now, give them some feedback. And now they, they have to work uh, and try to find a way back in. And of course, we keep following them because they're very good players. Um, uh, it's not just that we follow 23 or 24 players. We'll follow a big, a big group of players and pick the best ones. And as I said, it's 10 months before the World Cup starts. It's also an opportunity to bring them some young players to see where they're at. Thanks very much. Thanks. thanks for question and thanks for all for your time. We look forward to working with you next week. Thank you. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7, with supplies and solutions for every industry, and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.